Welcome to Refresh. This is Pastor Kim Robinson. It's my desire that you listen, that you can experience blessed faith and creative life with this Kicks Ministries and Victory Harvest Church podcast. Hi, this is Pastor Kim with the Refresh podcast. Hey, the title of this podcast today is Empowerment. Well, my opening scripture is this, Luke 10, 27. He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. So what does this scripture have to do with empowerment? Well, an important question is, how do you see yourself? When you have the right image of who you are, and when you have the right vision of loving him with all that you are, you are empowered with an amazing force of love and an amazing strength of hope and an amazing power of faith. As you are empowered with this, you can focus and get the revelation to understand about loving your neighbor as yourself. You see, we are empowered. Again, we are empowered with his amazing force of love, his amazing strength of hope, and his amazing power of faith. You know, so many generations know about Superman. They know who Superman is. They know what Superman has done. Generation after generation has learned of Superman and his abilities. Well, what made Superman different than anybody else? What was Superman made of? What was Superman's weakness? They discovered Superman was from another world. When you take a look at superheroes, you can find that we're all looking for something that helps make a difference in our lives. Something that goes beyond the norm and overpowers every situation. Have you ever seen the vintage Superman TV series? It said he was faster than a speeding bullet. He was more powerful than a locomotive. He was able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. He was a strange visitor from another planet. He came to earth with powers and abilities far beyond mortal man. He could change the course of mighty rivers. He could bend steel with his bare hands. He was disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, who, it stated, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. I'm talking about Superman. Well, you know, the truth is that you operate from where you come from and you operate from what you are made of and you operate with the gifts and purposes you have. You see, Jesus was not of this world and neither are we. He didn't come from here and he operates from where he came from. Through him, you've been made a citizen of another world. In Christ, you've been born anew. We've been born of him. We've been born of his spirit. And now you can operate from where you come from. You can operate from what you are made of. And you can operate with the gifts and purposes you have. In John 18, 33 through 37, it says, Then Pilate went back into the headquarters, summoned Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, Are you asking this on your own or have others told you about me? You see, Jesus is saying, Who's asking? Why are you asking? And are you asking for yourself? Well, Pilate gives an answer explaining and making a personal statement as if to say something like people do today. I don't have to believe you're a king. And basically he says, everyone you're supposed to be a king to has sold you out. So Pilate says this, I'm not a Jew, am I? Pilate replied, your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Well, Jesus makes it clear he's not moved by the rejection. He knew exactly where he was from. He knew his kingdom was higher than the world and its system he was in. He knew he didn't need the government. He didn't need its politics. He didn't need its support. 
He didn't need to have the support of its rule. He came from love and he came to give. He came to bless. He came with promise. He came with life. He came with healing in his wings. He came with the finished work of God. His kingdom was a kingdom of goodness. His kingdom was a kingdom of freedom. His kingdom was a kingdom of justice and righteousness, a kingdom of light. His kingdom was a kingdom that brought wholeness, and his kingdom is still real today. It sets us above and not beneath. It has made us the head and not the tail. And again, it's still as real today as when he said it to Pilate then. His point in the scripture was that he was a king of a kingdom that was not of this world, and it was higher than anything in this world, and it was from above. His kingdom was from above and not beneath, and we are seated with him in heavenly places in kingdom position. See, he said in John 18, 36, my kingdom is not of this world, said Jesus. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I wouldn't be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. This brings the sarcastic question to everyone, the question Pilate asked, as many are asking today. You're a king then? Pilate asked. Jesus replied and is still replying to those who are asking. You say that I'm a king, Jesus replied. I was born for this and I have come into the world for this, to testify to the truth. Everyone is of the truth truth listens to my voice. Everyone who is of the truth, if you seek the truth and want the truth, then you will hear his voice because he testifies of the truth. See, we have a kingdom of truth. And as we embrace Jesus, we are embracing that truth. And that truth is what we testify of. That truth is what we live. And that truth is what we show forth. His truth dominates. As you embrace the word of truth, you will see the manifestation of what he has already accomplished and finished. It is his super for mankind. In Ephesians 2, 17 through 22, it says this. He came and proclaimed the good news of peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. That peace is nothing missing and nothing broken in your life. For through him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. We have access to this kingdom, to the blessing, to the Father, to Him Himself. And it goes on in verse 19. So then you're no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. See, that's the foundation of the Word of God with Christ Jesus Himself as the cornerstone. So we're built on His truth and we're built on Him And we are in this kingdom of truth because he is truth and he is the cornerstone of it all. So what is a cornerstone? Well, the cornerstone is a stone that is built first. It's the very top of a pyramid. So they built this cornerstone before they built the pyramid so they could line up the pyramid with the very top of the the building so that it would all line up and it would fit together. If they didn't build the very top first, by the time they built the pyramid, architecturally, the top wouldn't fit. So that is who the cornerstone is. It's built first. He is the first. He is the last. And everything lines up to him. This is the way of truth. This is the way of Jesus Christ. He and his word, his truth is the measurement. 
He is alignment for everything. He is the cornerstone. It says in Ephesians 2, 21 through 22, in him, the whole building being put together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you are also being built together for God's dwelling in the spirit. See, if you want to see the building, the holy temple of the Lord, you must look beyond the walls of where you are right now. That cornerstone is who he is. Look beyond the boundaries of your nation. Look beyond the boundaries of your church walls. Look beyond the boundaries of your city, beyond the boundaries of your rule, your space, your personal kingdom that you may have built. Look beyond the boundaries of the building you live in. The Lord told us that we have gone into the world to preach the gospel and that he so loved the world. Look worldwide and you could see the church, the body of Christ. If you limit yourself to a nation, your vision has become short-sighted. The Lord says the entire world is who he gave his son for, and he sees the body of Christ within it worldwide. See, he has overcome the world and we are overcomers in him. In John 16, Jesus said, I've told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. You will have suffering in the world, but be courageous. I have conquered the world. He says in 1 John 4, 4 through 5, you are from God, little children, and you have conquered them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, what they say is from the world and the world listens to them. But this is the victory that overcomes the world. It is our faith. It is the faith given by him. It's authored and finished by him. That's 1 John 5, 4. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. See, victory here means the word success. So the victory or the success that's conquered any system, any philosophy, any position outside of the word of God is our faith. So let's look at this word conquered. It's the word nikao. It means to carry off the victory. It means to be in the victory. See, we are more than conquerors in Christ. It is the conquering victorious position of Christ over all his foes, over everything. He has accomplished it. It means to overcome. It means to subdue. And it means to stand in that success of Jesus Christ. And the victory that is overcome and that has conquered the world is our faith. That victory, that position of success that Jesus has already done is absolutely conquered, subdued, received by our faith. See, the word world here is a really interesting world. It's called cosmos. And it is a harmonious arrangement, a harmonious arrangement or constitution. It's an order of government. So this is the victory that has overcome this constitution and order of a government. See, we're not citizens of this order or government or constitution or arrangement or this world. We're not citizens of that. No, we don't look to this world. We don't look to the citizenship you carry. It's government, even it's constitution. You are a citizen of a different world. You have a different government, a different constitution. You have a kingdom that wasn't built by hands. It is the one that Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Christians talk about the worldview and they think they're against that view by the way they embrace government or democracy. But in essence, we are living by a different citizenship that covers individuals worldwide. It makes a difference when we see ourselves in the kingdom we are born into by Jesus Christ. We have to see ourselves in 
that's citizenship. And we can embrace all of his word. And as we embrace that, we are finding ourselves in a position, if we could look at it like Superman, we are not of this world and we are making a difference. See, Jesus is, is the king of his kingdom. It is not this world's kingdom, but it is a kingdom that is above. It is a kingdom that rules and dominates even in this world here. See, as Christians live in that kingdom, then we have been given and we have received the blessing of the kingdom. It is what he has brought us in this place right here. And as we have faith working in us and through us and for us, faith is that victory that sets us as more than conquerors right where we are right now. That's our victory. That's our success. We live beyond this world. And, you know, so many times people are trying to fix it with world mentalities or world philosophies or world systems or world governments or world politics. But that's the world's way. Jesus has already fixed it God's way. We are super mankind. We have his super on our natural. We have the word of God in our lives. We have the truth of God, which is the kingdom we live and abide by. As it says in Matthew 6, it says, seek ye first the kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. See, we have sought his kingdom and his way of doing things, and then everything's added. So we need to see ourselves in the image of him and be renewed in that image and be completed in that image, that image of his kingdom and his word and what he's brought. See, it says in Colossians 2, 8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Follow him. It says in verse nine, for in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In him dwells everything, the entire message of the kingdom, the entire blessing of the kingdom, the entire manifestation of the kingdom. It lives, it is, it breathes, and the kingdom manifests through you as you follow him. It goes on in verse 10 and it says, you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. He's the head. Everything is subjected under his feet. He has done it. He has risen from the dead. He is alive. He took all of the system of the world and what it produced on himself and he has conquered it. And we in him are more than conquerors. And we are to not let any philosophy outside of the word of God spoil those simplistic basics of Jesus Christ. See, that image that you embrace is the image you will, you will express. As you see yourself complete in him, in his kingdom, in his way of doing things, and you embrace that, that's the image you will express. So when you embrace and express, you will exuberantly exist in his supernatural kingdom. So have this image of him and see yourself as a citizen of his kingdom. Because we are made in his image and not in the image of the world, then we don't have to be what the world says we are. We don't have to be what society carved you out to be. You know, you don't have to be what circumstances try to mold you into. You're not these things. You are respectfully and wonderfully made and designed. Your purpose is an intricate part in the plan of God. You are in his kingdom with kingdom rights. You've been given the blessing. You don't have the image of the underdog. You don't have the image of anything contrary to what he says. You are what he says you are. 
You have what he says you have. You can do what he says you can do and believe in him and then believe in yourself. He believes in you. Because in Colossians 3.10, it says, you put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Then you are made after this image, the image of Jesus. And you are made in the image of a king and a kingdom that goes beyond this earth. You see, that is where you see yourself. And that's where you could express and come to know who you are in Christ Jesus. This new creation. Again, you don't have to be what the world says you are. You don't have to be what society carved you out to be. You don't have to be what circumstances try to mold you into or have said this is what you have to sit under. You are not these things. You were respectfully and wonderfully made and designed and your purpose is an intricate part in the plan of God. And again, like I said, you are in his kingdom. You have kingdom rights. You have kingdom blessing. You are above. You are seated in that heavenly place, that kingdom place with him. See, Jesus was a strange visitor from another kingdom. He came to earth with powers and abilities far beyond mortal man. He could change the course of mighty rivers. He didn't bend still with his bare hands, but he did bend the works of Satan and make a public spectacle of them, giving you authority over them as he destroyed them and their power for you, according to Colossians chapter one. He did bend the steel of the barred imprisonment and those things that uh, embraced sin and its fruit and what it produced in your life. As you accept him, those barred imprisonment positions and that steel place that tried to lock you in has been destroyed. That burden was removed and that yoke was destroyed. See, Jesus is the image of God. He was disguised as a man, a Clark Kent, who was a mild manner reporter of the word of God. He has made us in his image, a new creation, and we are disguised as Clark Kent's mankind who are born of God in the image of the son, the image of the word, that we would be a mild manner reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, the word of God, to be those who speak the word of truth and to be those who fight the good fight of faith for the battle for truth, justice, and all the world. You should be standing on his truth and promoting his justice to love as he loves. Without love, we're nothing but a clanging symbol. Faith works through love. Love has birthed and made us the righteousness of God in Christ. Love promotes justice and love lives truth. We stand for truth. We promote justice. And we need to care about more than where we live. It's that we are to take the kingdom way. Are we supermen? Well, in Christ, we have the super over all natural. We are in his supernatural. We are faster than a speeding bullet. As the word tells us, we have the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the enemy. We are more powerful than a locomotive. As the word tells us, we've been given his authority in this earth. We are able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. As the word tells us that we can rise on wings of eagles and run and not be weary. We are a strange visitor from another kingdom. We are citizens of God's kingdom. We are in this earth with powers and abilities far beyond mortal men because we have the spirit of God living within us. With Jesus, we can change the course of things like mighty rivers are turned in his hand. The bars that held us captive captive have been destroyed and removed. And we can be a message and a vessel that the captives are set free. 
We fight the good fight of faith for truth, for justice, and the Jesus way. We live, we walk, we give, and we believe. We are filled with his empowerment. Why? For God so loved the world that he gave, and he empowered us with life and his blessing. Just be the vision, the light, and the message of empowerment as you embrace the love of God, the blessing of God, and what he's done for you in every way. He finished it and he's given it. So receive it. Father, I pray that as people hear this podcast, that they embrace that empowerment that you have given, that they love you, Lord, with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their mind, with all their strength, and that they love their neighbor as themselves. And I pray, Father God, that they see the image of who you are, the image of your word, and that they see the image of who they are and that they can walk in the blessing and the empowerment that you have given through Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Father God, that we have that super on our natural and we can experience that empowerment in every area of our life and the blessing of the manifestation of the promise in your word that you have sealed by the blood of Jesus through your covenant position with him. And we embrace the covenant of Jesus Christ as we embrace covenant with him. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Kim is not only a screenwriter, director, and producer, she writes children's books and other publications. If you're interested in more of her Kix Media from Kix Ministries, check out our family faith-based feature films, Pastor Kim's blogs, and our many children's books and publications at kixtv.com.